Hey, thanks for listening to the Daily Walk podcast. Just want to remind you that if you have any questions, any thoughts, any comments, or any prayer requests, you can go online to the Boulder Church website, which is at boulder.church. Send them along. We'd love to hear from you. Otherwise, look after each other and live love. Good morning. It's Friday, August 9. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. It is indeed. And it is the practically the end of the week. Tomorrow is Sabbath. It's just amazing. And so, yeah, absolutely. Um, and in fact, uh, I think this passage is great because this passage even leads people to what's going to happen tomorrow, at least at Boulder Church, where we're going to celebrate communion. And so oh, that's, that's, right. that's, that's phenomenal. Um, and so here's the question. Oh, no. Here's the question. Let me pray. Let's yeah, read the I passage. I haven't even read the passage Let's, yet. <laughs> Slow let's, down. Let's, uh, down. Let's get this right. Okay, let me pray. <laughs> Heavenly Father, uh, thank you, Lord, for this week. Thank you for all the opportunities we've had to be able to reflect on this passage. We ask, Lord, as we as we look at this question now, this new question, may the application and the grace of you actually encounter and transform our lives. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. We are back in the English Standard Version, yes. which is how we started the week on Sunday. Yeah. Colossians 1, 24 through 2, 3. Subheading Paul's ministry to the church. Now I rejoice in my sufferings for your sake, and in my flesh I am filling up what is lacking in Christ's afflictions for the sake of his body, that is the church, of which I became a minister according to the stewardship from God that was given to me for you, to make the word of God fully known, the mystery hidden for ages and generations, but now revealed to his saints. To them God chose to make known how great among the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Him we proclaim, warning everyone and teaching everyone with all wisdom, that we may present everyone mature in Christ. For this I toil, struggling with all his energy, that he powerfully works within me. For I want you to know how great a struggle I have for you and for those at Laodicea, and for all who have not seen me face to face, that their hearts may be encouraged being knit together in love, to reach all the riches of full assurance of understanding and the knowledge of God's mystery, which is Christ, and whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. All right. So here's our question for today, uh, our final question for this week as well. Uh, imagine going to church tomorrow. Uh, what would the experience be like for someone new, and what would it, what would it mean to them? And I think this is a good thing to think about because... I think sometimes we we go to church ourselves, we go through our routine, or we are running church and we're operating it, and we're not really thinking about somebody brand new walking yeah, in. Yeah, what's, what's the thing? Andy Stanley and Craig Rochelle talk yep. about the ugly sofa or the ugly couch yeah. or something where, yeah, there are things that you just don't notice that yeah, somebody else totally. would be like, what's this? this yeah. Is, like I remember when, when you used to go around and preach in England, where was the church? Maybe I don't want to say. <laughs> there was a church where... When we walked in, it was like there was a, like an old bucket with a mop full of dirty water or something yeah, like right yeah, in the yeah. entryway, and it was yeah. just kind of. It's it's if you go to a church and and the it was a little smell, weird. It, it just felt a little and, like they weren't fully prepared yeah. to do church on this day. Yeah. Not that it was a big deal, as I recall, the people were great, and you can get yeah. over things. Um, I'm a I think I'm a pretty kind of roll with it person. Like, or you go I don't to church know. and somebody tells you if to I move, like the people, then seat. I'm not going to be too bothered about their mop or whatever. But yeah, people being um, unfriendly yeah. to you or being 
being rude to you. Yeah, saying you're sitting in my chair. I I've heard of this happening. I've never had this uh, happen. I've seen it. I've seen it. Actually, yeah. take place I think people are more likely to kind of look at you because you're sitting in their seat. <laughs> um, I think most people would have the courtesy to not actually tell you to move. But, I think that you know, I think know. that our language is really important as well. What we say up front. I think we just presume that everybody understands what we're doing all the time because we've done it before. And so I think it's really important to to presume that there is somebody new in the congreg- congregation all the time. Yeah, and that and, you'll have to explain what you're doing. And to kind of like, you know, explain well, Have you been to churches doing. before? I've been to yeah. some before when I'm traveling. And, you know, they live within some kind of context where they, I don't, they have institutions in their area or mm-hmm. school or something. And so they'll keep referencing it. Like they'll be convinced that I have something to do with this place. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know what <laughs> they're talking about. They'll say, are you from... Yeah. Da, 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 and I'm like, I don't yeah. even know what that is. Yeah. Um, I had that, I think that was in Utah when I was traveling with my brother. Yeah. And people were just convinced that I somehow had some affiliation with this place. And I don't even, I still don't even know what it is. Um, I was like, no, no I, I've true. never been here before. I, I don't know anything. I'm just, there are a I walked lot of, in. I am an Adventist. A but, lot of know. assumptions that uh-huh. we have. And I think we, you know, we, <laughs> we, we presume that people will be able to find where things are in a building. We presume that people will be able to read the worship guide or bulletin and it will all make sense. It will just fall into place. We presume that... Although having been an outsider in churches, I don't come in necessarily with an expectation that I'm going to understand everything. I kind of no, know. I don't know I, these people. I've never been here. I've there been will to be lots things. of churches. And I expect, and I expect at least that, that it will not be awkward or or weird or it'll just be it'll allow me a space to be able to kind of like connect with god right so it's it is fascinating to watch and it's fascinating to be a participant as well and to try different churches and and i'm talking about even different tribes as well just the the variety of ways that people just presume but i think you can pick up things pretty easily like i used to take my students to this mennonite retreat center and i would typically go to their morning services and you know i kind of got the hang of it eventually i didn't really understand what they were doing or what their things were but eventually you learn or um i go to mass and Mm -hmm. i eventually learned that you're supposed to fold your arms across your chest Mm -hmm. if you if you are not catholic because then they do not give you communion yeah and then they just give you a blessing instead it's like okay they don't always make that clear. Like yes. you kind of just need to know. And you, if you don't know, then you don't know what you're supposed to do yeah. and, <laughs> and stuff. So that can be awkward because I've been through the line before where the priest just looked at me funny because he can yeah. tell. He's like, you don't know what you're doing and yet you don't have your arms crossed. What are you doing? What, no, what's your true. problem? It's true. Um, yeah, because yeah. I'm not doing the right things. They will enter the room in a certain way. They will cross themselves. And certain, you know, I watch them do all these things and I, I can see that they have a pattern but i don't mm. understand it well enough to be able to, to i, I to feel copy that way about it. i don't know what they're when doing we, when we sing a song that nobody knows the words to yes, and, and, somebody, kind of was, and somebody just says well you know we're just going to sing this song and, and like just well, what do is this. that how do you sing a song if you I'm don't like, know well, the words we're not able to participate fully with that and so it really helps it helps to be able to think about the stranger within your gates and how you're going to welcome them and make them feel like part of family because mm-hmm. that's actually what church is supposed to do is create the space for that. Well, and what and if you come to a church and nobody says hi to you or, yeah, or makes that, you, you know, well, there's that kind that of... that does happen, I know. It, when I, I think I think two things about that. That Sometimes people are not trying to be rude, I don't think, usually. No. They just 
don't think of it. They're busy greeting their own friends and they assume that somebody somebody else else is going to do it. And I think that if you're in that situation, you're the person nobody said hi to, you can always try going back. Like they're not intentionally rejecting you probably. (laughs) They might be, but that would be unusual. It's when you say hi to somebody and they look at you and they don't respond. They could (laughs) be hard of hearing. See, anymore because I I have a hearing problem, I'm more sensitive to that because I think, man, I probably do this to people all the time. Like I I don't hear people and so I don't respond. I think that people don't know that about you and so... Yeah, they're like, she's a jerk. She's not listening to what I I just spoke to her. But it's like, well, I I can't, I don't hear so well out of my left ear, so, you know. I know, I know. It happens. So I think this is important because I think Paul in this passage here, he says he's building out this this joy that he wants to share, that the church is really, really beautiful and powerful. And remember last week that what he was saying in the text was that uh, Jesus is supreme and sufficient over all things. And so now he's saying he's the same over the church and the church is valuable and you guys are responsible for sharing this, the gospel, the mystery, the knowledge. And so we should do it well. That's all I think is that we should mm. do it well as, uh, with the intention to be able to explain it as well as we can. So I'll repeat the question one more time. Imagine going to church tomorrow. Uh, what would the experience be like for someone new? What would it mean to them? Think about that. Look after each other. Live love and we'll connect tomorrow. Thanks for your support for the Daily Walk podcast. Wherever you are in the world, we just want to let you know that we're praying for you and we're glad that you're praying for us too. If you can help us out by giving online, then please go to boulder.church forward slash give and help this ministry actually make an effect on others as well. Keep us in your prayers, look after each other, and live love.